Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. What up, everybody? Welcome to episode 460. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? 460 episodes of this show. How is that possible? What is time? What does time mean? My brain has exploded. I do not understand how I've done 460 of these things. Anyway, welcome to episode 460 of the podcast. <clears throat> this is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by me, your host, and your coach, Adam Pullman. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about stretching before and after a workout. Should you do it? Why should you do it? Or maybe why should you not do it? And what should it look like? So we're going to be breaking that down in today's episode. This stuff before and after in work, uh, a workout can make a big difference in your performance. So definitely something you want to listen to if you're not incorporating warm-ups and cool-downs in your routine um, right now. Now, here's the thing. If you're new to the show, here's how it works. Listeners just like you send in questions about health, fitness, nutrition, and I answer them here on the show. Boom. Plain and simple. Easy. Sometimes I do interviews with other people. Sometimes I just create an episode of a topic I want to talk about. But 90% of the time, questions are answered from listeners just like you. So if you have a question that you want to send in, you can do that on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. That's where you can find me. And uh, every, uh, let's see, Monday and Friday, nope, Mondays and Thursdays on my story, you'll see a question box that says, ask me a question. That is your green light to submit as many questions as you want. My only request is that you fit your one question or you fit each question into one question box. That would be a great help for me. Um, and then as I help you guys get your questions answered, so you can get more information on how to improve your health and fitness, I ask that you would please help me achieve my goals in introducing health and fitness and solid information to more people. You could do that by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Even if you listen to Spotify like I do, just go ahead and go to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review, and um, let people know what you think and enjoy about the show so more people out there in the world can get introduced to this and have their, their questions answered by a professional. All right? Thank you. Next, affiliate. Our affiliate for this episode is Mir. Okay? M-I-I-R. They make amazing products to keep your drinks cold or hot for long. I don't understand how. Just long, long, long periods of time. Um, right now, I'm loving it for the cold brew. Keeping my cold brew cold in Texas when it's scorching hot. I don't understand how it stays this hot. I don't understand why it won't go away. I hate it. Anyway, keeps my cold brew cold. We're good to go. So if you want 20% off your order at Mir, go to Mir.com, M-I-I-R.com, and use the code ADAMPULLMAN20 at checkout. All right. Now, if you're in if you're new to this show, new to Pullman Fitness, you're new to me, and you want some more exclusive content, you want to learn more about what I do specifically as far as coaching people one-on-one -on -one to help them transform their body, mind, and spirit. I would love to have you be a part of the private Facebook group that we have. So if you want to be a part of that and get more exclusive content, just message me on Instagram with Facebook group 
and I'll send you that link so you can request to join. I'd love to have you in there with us, all right? So make sure you go ahead and send that in on Instagram and I'll get that link right over to you. Now, if you want some other free resources, free guides, articles, stuff like that on building a better butt, building better arms, um, what to do when your gym's closed for the Rona, I feel like there's, I don't know if it's Canada or I don't know. I feel like there are still some places that have lockdown somewhere. I don't understand how. Anyway, uh, if you want some free resources on stuff like that, go to PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. What is on my mind? I've loved doing these little segments because it's an opportunity just to kind of voice my thoughts into a microphone and get them out of my mind. <laughs> it's almost like a brain dump. Kind of turns into a little bit of a rant. People have also enjoyed this segment. It seems like I would love to hear your feedback on the show. If there's anything that you want to hear like more of or less of, or you have different ideas since y'all are the listeners, like I am more than happy to, uh, to, to listen to your constructive criticism and, and take ideas and all that good stuff. Cause I would love for it to be an even better experience for y'all. So, uh, what is on my mind today? Honestly, today specifically, my mind is kind of fixated on just cranking out the work getting done what I need to get done um, and going into Saturday night and then Sunday just kind of enjoying the weekend. But generally this week, here's here's what's been um, on my mind. There have been a lot of questions that have come in from, from you guys, from other people on different platforms, uh, people just that I interact with in life. And a common theme is, is this one. It's like, how do I keep going when X isn't, when, when I'm not getting these results? How do I keep going after I got sick? How do I find my groove back? And there's one answer that I feel like kind of encompasses all the answers that could be involved with these things. Yes, it's great to pursue a health and fitness goal and use exercise and nutrition to, to get to that goal. However, if that's your only understanding of an appreciation of exercise and nutrition, it's not going to last for you and you're going to hate it when you do it. You need to learn to love exercise and eating well solely for what it is in and of itself. You need to enjoy exercise, not because it gets you leaner, not because it can help you lose body fat, just because it feels good to exercise, just because it feels good to notice yourself getting stronger. It feels good to feel capable and empowered. You need to enjoy eating well, not because it's going to make you less fat, not because it's going to make you leaner, not because it's going to make you, quote, well, at least what you think will, love yourself in a bikini. You need to eat well because, oh, wow, eating well really helps me enjoy my day because I have more energy. Eating well really improves my relationship with food. Eating well really improves my gut health and I enjoy that. You need to enjoy things for the internal results that you get, not the external outcomes that you may or may not get. If you learn to appreciate exercise and nutrition for what they are, you are so much more likely to reach these other goals that you have in mind, even if you have to use exercise and nutrition as a means to get there. So many people treat exercise and nutrition as this temporary thing that they're going to do for three months to lose this weight and then they're done. Like they're never going to have to do it again. No, no, no. This is a lifestyle. This is something that you are going to need to do for the rest of your life. I will say it again. You're going to have to do this for the rest of your life, period, the end. You're going to have to. 
So you need to find something that you enjoy. You need to find a way to find a way to enjoy what you're doing. You have to find a way that allows you to continue doing it for years to come because that's what's going to be required of you. Unless, you know, you want to be on my 600 pound life and just whatever and not have any good health. You have to be able to continue it for years and years to come. This is now a lifestyle for you. It's not something you do for six months, not something you do for 90 days, not something you try out for eight weeks, not something that you do in 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 uh, combination with some supplement that some friend from high school messaged you about on Facebook and that will allow you to make 500 bucks more a month if your friends do it. No, no. This is something that you do, that you're going to do on your own for the rest of your life. Man, this is getting into a rant. Where did this come from? I don't know. So you can't rely on people like me to tell you something magical that's going to make you go, oh, I'm so inspired. I'm so, I'm so motivated now. I'm just going to get up and, and do all this stuff. And wow, I just, that one quote he said made me really want to change my life. And I'm going to feel this way for the rest of my life. No, that does not exist. It ain't going to happen. I, I, no one has anything to say to you that's going to make you get out of bed, live a productive life and pursue health and fitness forever. It's not going to happen. So the more that you rely on that, the less likely you are to succeed. You need to rely on yourself, personal responsibility, extreme ownership. And then as you take actions on one specific thing, enjoy that thing for what it is so that you're more likely to do it the rest of your life. All right, that's it. That's all I've got. That's what's on my mind. Today's question. Oh, back to back for Michelle. Uh, she was the person that asked the question in the last episode as well. So this is a good question. Should you stretch before and after a workout? Great, great question. Uh, the answer is yes, and the answer is no. All right, let's see uh, how well I can try to break down all the different components and try to explain things <clears throat> in, a, in a way that allows you to have um, at least one takeaway to apply in your life, all right? And if I miserably fail, I apologize. I'm not perfect. So <clears throat> let's talk about before and after a workout. Obviously, the, the workout itself, we understand the importance of the workout itself. When we do certain things within our workout, they lead to certain results. But that causes us to overlook what we can do before and after our workout. And the way I like to explain it is that what you do right before your workout, your warm-up, whatever you want to call it, your priming routine, whatever you want to say it is, will allow you, should allow you, dang it, I didn't turn my dings off, I'm sorry, should allow you to have a better workout. It should allow you to have a better workout if it's done properly. And if you have a better workout, you're likely going to have better results as you have better workouts more and more and more over time, right? So that's the importance of doing something before your workout. Now, what about after? Why in the world should doing something after matter? This one, in my opinion, is not as important, but if you want to add something, you certainly can't. After a workout, it's super important that our body gets into that rest and digest state so it can begin recovering and repairing and begin adapting to the signal that it got from that workout. Now, eventually it'll get in that state, but if you want to kind of just push it over the cliff, <laughs> invite it into, into that state a little earlier on, um, this is where static stretching can, can come into play, get into that parasympathetic state, slow that heart rate down a little bit, help you rest and digest, get into that cool down state. So that can help you there as far as your potential recovery from your workouts. Now, if you don't do that after your workout, it doesn't mean your body's not going to adapt and change as a result of your workouts. Not at all. In my opinion, that one freaking A. Why does it keep dinging? In my opinion, that one is not um, 
not quite as important, but it does make a difference if you do choose to do it. I like doing it. I thoroughly enjoy it. I'm so sorry about the dings. I just turned, I just quit my mail. So hopefully it doesn't ding anymore. Um, next, let's talk about uh, what you can do before and what you can do after. So beforehand, a lot of people will like run the treadmill or they'll jog or, you know, they'll do some band stuff. I, I, who knows what they do, but that's a majority of people. What we want to think about when it comes to working out beforehand is we want to think about this. What is going to allow me to optimize the stuff that I am doing in my workout itself? So let's say I've got squats, I've got pull-ups, I've got bench press, I've got lunges, whatever. What's going to allow me to optimize those movements? That's that's the perspective that you need to kind of like think from. And what you do with your, um, or whatever you feel like is going to benefit those movements is what dictates how you're going to structure your warm up or your priming session. Now you might be saying, what does priming mean? What is, what is that? It's just a fancy word to, to describe basically getting your central nervous system ready for your workout. Now you might be thinking central nervous system. I thought it was just kind of like joints, muscles, blood flow, heart rate, all that stuff. Well, your muscles are largely involved in a workout, especially when you're, you're resistance training, right? <clears throat> Your muscles are communicated to by your central nervous system. So the more your central nervous system is primed to communicate to your muscles, there is a higher potential that you're going to get more out of your workout because your muscles are likely going to be in better communication with your central nervous system. They might be able to contract better. More muscle fibers might be able to contract and that could potentially benefit your workout. So priming can be a, a, um, a great way to get your central nervous system ready and therefore get your muscles ready, all that good stuff. Now, what does that look like? It can look like a few different things. You could do isometric holds, isometric tension. You could do very fast twitch movements to get that central nervous system fired up. But what I found to work really, really well is mobility work with isometric holds incorporated um, within that to allow you to create a better range of motion, but also more strength and stability within that range of motion. So not only will that potentially allow your central nervous system and your muscles and the rest of your body to be warmed up well for your workout, but that also potentially could allow you to improve your technique because your mobility is going to be temporarily better for the rest of that workout. And if you can take that adaptation into your workout, you're likely going to improve the results that you get, improve the skill of that movement. Let's take an example. For me, um, a very uh, poor area of mobility that I have is my ankles. I have very, very, very poor ankle mobility. And so I know that when I work on my ankle mobility before I do squats, my squats are twice as good as they would be if I if I did not do ankle mobility. And so I do my combat stretch, you know, so basically I'm on one knee and my foot that's in front of me, I I, I or that my leg that's that's uh, in front of me that has the foot that's on the ground, I drive my knee forward, keep my heel intact with the ground, pull my toes up towards my shin, hold it for 5 seconds, rock back, repeat a few times. I'm creating that tension in that ankle, in that newfound range of motion, in that um, in that uh, shin muscle there. What is that? Your tibialis. Um, I'm I'm creating that strength and stability there, so that I can then take that into my squat. So take a look at your workout and consider: okay, what movements do I need to do? What joints are involved there? What's going to help me improve my mobility and connection and strength and stability 
with those joints in those movements. Maybe that's going to be a 90-90 for your hip mobility or the combat stretch for your ankle mobility or shoulder dislocates for your shoulder mobility if you're doing overhead press, you know, something like that. You kind of have to consider that. Um, so that's what you can kind of do in your warm up. I don't think it needs to be like you just run on the treadmill and get your heart rate up. I don't feel like that best prepares you for a resistance training workout in my, in my opinion. Not that there's anything wrong with getting your heart rate up or, or doing anything like that, but you have to think about what's going to translate best into your workout. Working on mobility movements that improve the movements that you're doing or jogging on, or jogging on a treadmill or walking at an incline for 20 minutes. In my opinion, it's going to be the former, right? Um, now, as far as stretching, when does stretching come into play with that? Well, there's two different types of stretching, um, kind of. There's, generally speaking, there's dynamic and there's static. Okay, with static stretching, we are, um, we are holding that stretch for an extended period of time. So you're sitting, you reach and touch your, toe, your toes, you hold that for 30 seconds or so, all right? Whereas dynamic stretching, what you're doing there is you are moving your body, you are moving your body to bring a muscle or a joint to a bigger range of motion, okay? So, you know, if we wanted to use a typical definition we could say, you know, that it involves like, so you're doing active movements to stretch the muscles. That's what we'll call dynamic stretching, doing active movements to stretch the muscles. So a good example of this could be, you know, lunges, where you're getting into a deep lunge, you're pushing that hip forward a little bit, squeezing that back glute at, with the leg that's back, and that's going to give you a little bit of a stretch in that hip flexor, and you do the next lunge and the next lunge, as opposed to just holding that for, for 30 seconds. Another example could be curtsy lunges, where you are, you know, you're going side to side, you're bringing one leg behind you, doing a lunge that's going to stretch your glute a little bit. You're performing active movements that stretch those muscles for a short period of time, instead of doing a passive movement that um, stretches those muscles and holding that for a long period of time. Now, there's also ballistic stretching, and people get ballistic stretching confused with dynamic stretching. Ballistic stretching is um, a little bit more jerky and bouncy and, and violent, for lack of a better word. A good example of ballistic stretching would be leg kicks. You know, you're swinging your leg out violently in front of you, trying to touch your, your hand that you put out in front of you to, to stretch that hamstring. Um, that would be an example of a ballistic stretch. Or... You know, you're reaching down to touch your toes, but you're kind of like bouncing as you do it. You're kind of like forcing that muscle to go into a greater range of motion for a very short period of time. That would be an example of um, ballistic stretching. Now, it does seem to be the case that um, dynamic stretching does seem to be better for your, your workouts beforehand as opposed to static stretching. You could do ballistic stretching too, um, but just know that it, it does need to be... Um, somewhat, somewhat controlled. You need to have proper technique, um, because it could potentially lead to, to, to injury. If you're just violently throwing your body around with no clue of, of what you're doing. Okay. Um, so stick to dynamic stretching. If you want to, you could do that beforehand, but I still do feel like the mobility work with the isometric holds can provide more value than the dynamic stretching potentially could. Um, that doesn't mean one is good and one is inherently bad. You can do both. You can do one, you can do the other. You need to do what allows you to best perform your workouts. Now, static stretching tends to be a lot better after your workout because it also helps you bring you into that rest and digest state. If you've done like I don't know what the, the right word would be for the type of yoga, but that yoga where you're holding deep stretches for very long periods of time, um, you might have sensed that that kind of brings you into this relaxed state. Um, and uh, that's where, uh, excuse me, strat 
<laughs> I can't say it. Static stretching. Uh, that's where static stretching has some value. So you're more than welcome to do that after your workout. Now, as far as answering your question directly, should you stretch before and after your workout? You can, if you want, you don't have to, if you're going to do something before your workout, I recommend it. Some mobility work, focusing on priming your muscles for, uh, that work that you're going to do. And if you're going to do something afterwards, static stretching is totally fine. Um, so I hope that brings some, some clarity and some guidance just figure out what works for you over time. Think about what you're doing in your workouts and how you can use that time before your workouts to optimize the movements that you're doing in your workouts. All right. Um, if you know someone that could benefit from listening to this, spread the love, share this episode with them, let them know where they can go to get all of their health, fitness and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, this is the podcast. Thank you.